0: Hello people, this is Aram. One quick note before we get started, I just wanted to ask you guys, please, if you enjoy this podcast, go to iTunes, find us, and give us a review. We would really, truly appreciate it. We're trying to get this podcast out of as many people as possible, and that little bit of assistance would mean the world to us. Thank you guys. Back to the podcast. My name is Aram Barton. I am the Dungeon Master for God's Fall, a custom 5th edition Dungeon and Dragons campaign in Washington, D.C. This week we meet our last player, Torvik Wildtongue, a Dwarven paladin from the kingdom of Brennus. Torvik Wildtongue. Torvik, the eldest of six, was raised in the dunes, a mining town at the foot of the voiceless peaks sandwiched between the Troll Marsh and the White Rock Hills. He comes from a long line of master armorsmiths who specialize in barding. Torvik is easily the most talented of his large family with steel and leather, but he also possesses a seemingly supernatural connection with animals, allowing him to work with far greater zeal. As he reaches young adulthood, Torvik has found himself restless. By day, his eyes wander the distant frostgrass plains and his hands itch when he isn't crafting. At night, he sees the wolf. She began to appear to him a few months ago, a flash of snow white glowing at the corner of his eye that would vanish when his head turned to catch it. Wolves were not an uncommon sight in these parts, but this one had shoulders as high as a buffalo's and a maw wide enough to swallow a sheep whole. One night, while he sat on his porch and stared across the night sky, a fluttering sound like wet leaves in the wind began to fill his ears. He stood and took a few steps into the evening, his eyes scanning the flat, mostly featureless land surrounding him as the din grew ever louder. In an instant, the night was plunged into total darkness as a massive swarm of bats rose from the ground in a cloud thick enough to blot the moon, swirling around the shocked dwarf. In the blackness, their bodies seemed to merge into a whirlwind of leather and fur, their piercing cries echoing in his ears. Just below that shrieking wail was a voice. They whisper, followed by a laugh so sweet Torvik's breath caught in his throat, and he found himself unable to reply. In the second his eyes slid shut for a blink, it was all gone, as if it had never been. The vast skies above white rock hills were completely empty, and the moon shone as bright as any he had ever seen. Surprised and confused, Torvik started towards the inn, seeking to press his thoughts with a few tankards avail. As he turned, his hand slipped into his short pocket looking for a few silver coins. Instead, he found a large black fang made of onyx, capped with platinum that attached the gem to a thin chain all expertly crafted. The rocks seemed warm and somehow wet as if it was indeed a real tooth that had been recently removed. Torvik slipped the charm back into his pocket. He would think on this in the morning with a clearer head. That night he dreamt of flames and torment, a forest consumed as the kingdom of Brenus was reduced to a roaring cinder. At the heart of it stood the wolf. Her fur singed and her maw red with blood. This is one <laughs> she she rubbed. He set out the following morning. As he walked, the wolf would appear to him, always at the crest of his vision, leading him ever forward. He set out east over the White Rock Hills, crossing the Glass Stream just south of Mirror Lake. He then headed southwest across the Frostgrass Plain, following the Glass Stream as it wound its way along the Troll Marsh to the north and the Lakewood to the south. At the Lake of the Fallen, he was led north for weeks along the Golden Road through the Valley of the Feast, until finally his eyes set upon the trade city of Port Bliss.
1: My name is Stephen. Uh, I've been playing d d for a couple of months, almost a year now, uh, and I'm playing Torvik Wildtongue, the
0: Dwarven Paladin.
1: You, I know there's a big thing with the magic. Is that mm-hmm. going to be?
0: Here's how it's going to work. Told to us? It's okay. going to be revealed. Okay. Yeah. Because because yeah. right now you're not magical. You're, I didn't put that in. Oh, uh, I'm you
2: a Magical dwarf. Yes, no.
0: You are a magical person. I'm a special dwarf? You are a very special <laughs> dwarf. But magic is dead. The idea of being a paladin would be completely alien. You wouldn't even consider it because right. there aren't any. When I reveal everything, it'll help. Hopefully. I, I I think so. I think it'll make sense. It makes sense to me. I'm hoping it'll make sense to every to everyone else as well. Ten minutes of silence. Right. Like, what the fuck right. Is the podcast is just gonna be me crying. That's what's getting to be. Why? <laughs> Why is he doing this? To him? <laughs> Be a oh, yeah. Oh, trust me, I have Kevin a lot of thought. I play paladins. Okay. I specifically play dwarven paladins. So you are in good hands okay. here. Okay. Right. I Just have a, Oh, yeah. yeah you were definitely getting a mouth. There's no doubt about that. It's one of the best things about being a paladin.
1: Absolutely. Ah, uh, yeah. Speed. Your base walking speed is 25 feet. Your speed is not reduced by wearing heavy armor.
0: Gotcha. But your swim checks and climb checks will still be. Your speed isn't reduced. You can move wow. the same, but if you land in water or you try and climb something, there's going to be a there's going to be a penalty.
1: Now, are, we, are you doing feats? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh, the feats are the best part about oh, this absolutely. I, yeah, They're I agree, amazing. Yeah. A lot of, but some people, I know a lot of groups don't do feats. Those me. people are wrong. Feats <laughs> so are wrong, and awesome. they should go away. Thinking about doing an orc, but I didn't know if you were. I like I'm glad orc. you didn't, okay. because
0: I don't do half things. Oh, okay. Because I don't see how biologically it makes sense. That's elves true. and humans are different people. Yeah. They, can't, they can they fuck, you know, penis and well. hole and all that, but they can't have a kid, you know? <laughs> right. It just did not yeah. make any goddamn sense. So in my world, no half orcs, no half elves, no half nothing. See,
1: I can see the half elf thing, because humans kind and elves of. are pretty...
0: Well, in my game, elves were born of the magic that was filtered down through trees, and oh. humans were hyper-evolved through the gods. Okay. So they're just different just things. Just way they're, different. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. No. I, I wanted to write... My own individual when I was doing this I thought I'll mm-hmm. write my own individual races and I'll write and you know, you start down that path and it's a fucking night.
1: I was gonna say, but that's the other thing. I was looking at some of the races you can choose from in three point five. It's like a list. It's like a gigantic year, list. Yeah, it's a And start. then there's a way to
0: to choose anything else. And actually I'm I'm incorporating that. Like if we all get to tenth level and it makes sense for an incoming player, because we get a new one for some reason to yeah. play a hill to play a hill giant, it just if it made sense in the campaign, he'd take an eight Level penalty cap, okay. so he it could play a second level hill drive Then that and that that means any yeah, basically you can any humanoid race that thinks you can make it into a player a class if there's a strong enough level penalty to balance everything out. Well, one of the things with this
1: is when I the guild memberships, and I'm doing the guild arts. And mm-hmm. are all the cities going to have guilds, or are you going to just as we go? Let's like, talk about that real okay. quick.
0: Show me the part. Guilds often wield tremendous political power. If you are accused of a crime, your guild will support you. If it's a good case... Yeah, absolutely. Such connections might require the donation of money or magic items to guild coffers. You must pay dues of five gold per month to be in the guild. If you miss payments, you must make up back dues to remain in the guild's good graces. How do you pay five gold every month if you're traveling around?
1: That's when you go back to the guild. Ah, I gotcha. They say, Okay. okay, we've seen...
0: Perfect. We checked
1: our... Ancient
0: internet and like <laughs> you are uh, doing the too books do you not balanced,
2: young man. <laughs> not a problem.
0: As far as everyone knows, this is what's left of the entire world. Yeah. So trade is incredibly important in this area. I mean it's about it's from the nation of uh it's fifteen hundred miles out in every direction, okay. right to the edge of the world of storm. So it's about the distance from half of Mexico to half of Canada and then all of the US. That's the that's the all amount right. of space we're talking about. Not small, but, you know, most of, most of the planet is gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what made you want to play a dwarf who likes animals?
1: Um, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. I just kind of,
1: uh, I was reading, mostly I wanted to play a mounted character. Yeah. I've, I've never played one before and I think that's so cool, um, and in theory what I would like to be is a mounted ca- character with um, animal allies running alongside with me. <laughs>
0: You picked the perfect
2: character. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that, that's why I asked if I could have the animal handling because I wanted to... Oh, totally. No, to be that like makes really, complete really, sense. Without being a... Uh, what's the the, real, the the animal class? The druid. I didn't want to be a druid. Right. Because not makes making talking, sense for the yeah,
0: character. Right. No, the way that you've done it makes perfect sense. This is how a... Dwarf would become a druid, right. quote unquote. You know, it's right. like a paladin of a forest god. That makes sense. You're right. kind of adopted in, which is which is great because like when this goes on to other levels and you get more and more powerful and more and more akin to the forest and like you come across elves and like what the fuck? <laughs> it's gonna be excellent. All and then this- you
1: said you needed a you know a more martial class. So I wanted. Yes. I didn't really want to be like a berserker type that just goes in and you know pinpoint striking. I wanted to be kind of like. The tank. I wanted yeah. to be, you know, I wanted yeah. to be the support class that just runs in and everyone throws heals at me. And then
0: so that's exactly what you're going to be because yeah, we have a sorcerer things. with a strength of nine. We have <laughs> we have a high elf bard with a strength of ten, and then we have a I think, honest to god the halfling thief. Besides, he was the strongest one in the party. <laughs> he has a strength of twelve. So you are definitely going to be the muscle. Little <laughs> he <laughs> well, is a viciously god. strong little athlete. He is. Good
1: God, what's the uh, what's the human class?
0: Oh, uh, human class is a sorcerer. The sorcerer. Okay. 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 Yeah, so if you have a sorcerer, bard... How
1: does that work without magic?
0: Well, he's not a sorcerer right now. He's just kind of weak. Okay. You know, yeah. So and he's just like a guy. Right he's just, he's just, just like a like guy a guy that walks around. Exactly. Like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> he's just this kind of like 5'7", 16-year-old, kind of slight kid clearly a bookworm, you know, yeah. a little Nelly, like, you know, not, like, like, and his brothers are like these big, you know, Qanarian warriors who like, you know, hunt down magic and they're just these beefy guys, but he's from the second marriage and kind of, you know what I mean? So oh, yeah, that, oh, trying to, you know, trying to, trying to live Make up to his way brothers. More. So what have you been doing? You've, you've been traveling for about a month now. You're about a week outside of Port Bliss. What have you been doing this whole time? What have you been thinking about?
1: Just wondering what this damn wolf is and why I keep seeing it out of the corner of my eye, and I can never, I can't really ever get a full. It's always hole. like yeah, on it's a right mountaintop top always or on the edge of my
0: view. It's always the same thing. She looks right at you, and then she turns and she walks in whatever direction she wants you to go, and then just vanishes.
1: It's kind of like *Wanderlust* at this point. It's just I'm, con- I'm I want to know what where this thing is because it's clearly chosen me for something. Yeah. It's very odd that a you know a wolf would come and to. That close to civilization, first of all, and then second of all, keep coming back. And back Absolutely,
0: so. it's a pure white wolf that looks like the moon is hitting its coat. It almost kind of glows at all times. So there's something up with this. And with, wolf.
1: I'm sure the knowledge of animals, a vast knowledge of animals, I've never seen this before. So
0: roll me an animal, a check actually. Let me see if you have heard of this. Well, your first roll. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: hope I do better than you pay. No kidding, she had three sets.
0: Right? She went through all three of them. I even gave her one online. It didn't help. It's amazing. 18. Okay, perfect. So you would get, because you're proficient in it, you get your proficiency bonus, which at your level is plus two, Okay. and your charisma modifier, because it is, uh, right? Isn't that charisma? Animal Uh, handling? Wisdom. Wisdom, sorry. So your wisdom modifier. So So one, one. two, three, because it's something you're skilled in. So So you rolled 18 plus three? Yes. Okay, so you actually have heard of a creature like this before. There are no more dire wolves, but This one is much larger than than a wolf. You can tell just by the perspective when she's standing next to a tree or a rock or whatever. right? And that glow, that glow under the moonlight is absolutely indicative of dire wolves. Now dire wolves came forth because of the god Ayus. They were his favorite thing. He crafted them under the moonlight, which is why they continuously glow the way they do. When he died, they vanished. So no one's seen one since.
1: That's why he's following it. I can see
0: why you would follow that. You weren't alive during the God's War. You were born after, so you're about 60 or 50, I right? I am about
1: 50, yeah, it's makes very, you about, very young for Doris. Right, makes you about 16, 17, yeah. 18, gotcha. Yeah, so I'm just, yeah.
0: So you were born after, Hearing but, the stories but your parents of it. weren't. Your parents were alive during the God's yeah. War. In fact, your father was maimed uh. in the God's War. So he like walks with a limp, he's got one eye, like he was, he, he was roughed up in it. After that, he put his axe down and that was it. You know, and he seemed to just become kinder and more gentle quieter and reserved, although you wouldn't know, but quieter and more reserved, but just much more gentle. Doesn't want to harm anything. Doesn't want to bring violence into anything. He's seeing too much of it. So all this area here, the only way really to travel in between all the countries, because this is hard as fuck to get a ship through. Most people don't even try. It is okay. dangerous as hell. The Rock. water in this whole area swirls because of the storm. So the water is constantly moving. So it hits that like rapids. And you have to be really, really talented with a small boat to get through those rocks. Gotcha. And because it goes right up to the world storm, there's really no other way around. So you have to come, especially if you're a Qadar, through here and through the sea to get to anywhere inside here, especially to get to Rizan. That's why they built this bridge, by the way, okay. for that particular reason. They built this giant, miles-long stone bridge. It's one tower after the next, connecting them all the way down. It was also a way for them to, to go, fuck you. Just because <laughs> the gods aren't here, we can still build amazing things. One of the reasons I wanted to make my own world so badly is because I love all the other worlds. I love Forgotten Realms. I loved Dragonlance. That was one of my favorites. But there's a million books,
2: there's
0: a million supplements, there's a million bits of information, and I'll never know all of it. And someone walking in this door will. And then it kills it. Because if they know something I don't, even if it's like a a small little thing, if there's something I can't explain, the whole world falls apart. Exactly, yeah, but if I make all of it, if I've written all of it. None
1: of of us know anything. No
0: fucking clue, you're all on the same level, everyone starts the same, there's no expectations. No no one wants to see Drizzet around the corner or some bullshit, you (laughs) know what I mean? (laughs) It was originally The Red Waste, down there right and then someone's like oh just like in game of thrones and i was like what like yeah just like in game of thrones like oh so that's (laughs) now the void and it's no longer red
1: that's what you're talking about it wasn't going to be a very combat heavy
0: I love combat. Okay. Even the NPCs I've written so far are very specific about the abilities they have and what they can do. I love the mechanics. There will be good combat. It's not like it'll be be less combat heavy. It's just that a lot of D&D games, especially the ones you see now through Roll20 and all that, it's all about the dungeon. It's all about the combat. It's all it is. It's all it is. And that's not what my game is. These have to be real people. They have to exist, they have to have life, they have to interest me. I want to do voices, I want to play, and if I can't do that, if it's just dice it's and just, just become, numbers- It just
1: becomes a statistic sheet. Play
0: Warcraft. Yeah. Again, not, okay, not <laughs> <go>. bashing Warcraft. <laughs> I played Warcraft for a long, long time. I just don't want to grind for metal to build my shit yeah. for half a goddamn day, you know. I just want to play. It. When I was playing, you had to earn shit, right. you know, right? And now it's it's like, buy the new box and you're level 100. What the fuck is the point? I know people who start D&D games at level 10. Why? Why? Who knows who your character is? Someone was like, yeah, I, I'm playing this new game. We're all at first level. I want to play this grizzled warrior who's been in a bunch of wars. No. You're 18, no. you're a kid, and you're starting, starting just the left game. Home. It's <laughs> the only way to make it work. You, although, because if you could be like I'm this grizzled old warrior, well, you suck at it. Yes. So maybe you're grizzled because you didn't block enough. You're a first it's level just... fucking fighter. <laughs> people think they make the backstory, and that makes the character. They don't realize that you have to find the character with the people around you, with the game. Right, it's the only way. The stats just on the podcast, right? There's someone visiting us from Human Rights Watch in Samaria right now, which is in Russia.
2: (laughs) What the hell, man? We're in Russia? We're international?
0: let me show you something. (laughs) Look at this. Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, Germany, Sweden, Norway goes down and down. Austria, Belgium, France, Poland, Israel, Lithuania, Kuwait, Uruguay, Estonia... (laughs) Vietnam. There's someone on the Isle of Man. Listen to our podcast.
1: They have internet today. What the?
0: Apparently.
2: Good God.
0: Only one, so maybe it's not great internet. So I'm going to start you. On the road to Port Abliss. So you've been following this wolf for about a month now because if if this is 25 miles, you've basically got about 300 miles so far. Maybe four hundred. It's a, of a long journey. Or is it kind of a? I would expect you going at a leisurely pace. There's, yeah. you're, you're not rushing. Just you kind have of no go- goal.
1: Finding, like, looking at the surroundings, and
0: yeah. and you really haven't been west of the voiceless, right? Uh, you've spent your whole life pretty much up in this area. As you are traveling, you notice, and you've always been good with animals, right. right? And you, and you have an affinity towards them, but you kind of notice them gathering, like it always seems like out of the corner of your eye. There's a little fox, or maybe there's a bluebird, or maybe there's a crow, or maybe there's a stray dog, but they always seem to be hovering just outside of your vision. Similar to how the wolf works, but they're physical in there, and like if you engage, air. you don't feel like you're being stalked. Okay. You don't feel like like you're being hunted. You feel like they just have interest like in Like the Pied
1: Piper kind of thing, like they're, fly, they're following me to wherever I'm going. Okay. Absolutely. That'd be cool. That's, that's cool. I like that. You yeah. know, Just kind of leading the the wild kingdom
0: yeah that is coming no they are smart it's not. it's it's like they're like right in a storm but you know they're just there you no one else would notice but you certainly do it is a nice bright summer day probably around 11. i need a not a spot check all right i need a uh it's not spot what am i trying to say thank you i need that please perception
1: that's wisdom i don't have that i have plus one on wisdom does that count? Yes. Toward it? So you
0: always get your stat bonuses. Okay. The only time you add your proficiency bonuses if you are skilled in it. Uh,
1: natural 20.
0: Nice. Okay, you definitely see this. So, you are walking down the road and as you kind of crest a hill, you get a little peek and you can see two guys and what looks like a fox in a trap. And the fox is kind of growling and like, you know, kind of like, he's got his leg in a trap and there's two guys either trying to get to the fox or whatever but they're trying to negotiate space around the fox they're about maybe a hundred yards from you do
1: they look like hunters or traders or do they kind of look like vagabonds they or?
0: definitely look like you know commoners and they've got furs on them so you can and they are fox furs, so you can imagine i'm just telling you everything because you got a great role and you you <laughs> can i mean they, these look like people who have farmed foxes and are farming another
1: Now, would I know if there's a Fox problem? Like, as in, like,
0: uh, a... Rural nature check, actually. Yeah, that's intelligence. Which which would be, yeah, just say straight up intelligence. 13's enough, though. You know the area, well. I mean, there's not a Fox problem. There's a Fox trade. I mean, this isn't illegal. These are just traders. So, you know, they're just doing what people do. I don't
1: like that. So I'm going to approach them and, you know...
0: Okay, you, okay, you can walk up, and just I'm assuming you're just walking up, right? You're not trying to sneak up in your, no, in no, your just, uh, plate mail, right? No. All right, so you just, you just kind of ka-chunk, chunk chunk chunk
1: What's going on and, here? And <laughs> we'll just... Oi! What's going on here, guys? How
0: you doing? Doing all right. We're just trapping. I want a uh, wisdom save. Four. You suddenly feel completely overwhelmed, and you have to steady yourself for a second as the voice of the fox is in your mind and it's just screaming for help. You can hear, it's a howl. It's the same howl, but you know what it means. And you know it's screaming for help.
1: All right, so I, I look at both of them and I said, you two need to leave right now. Okay. Right and, out of my face, right now. Okay, the guy
0: the in the back, you can kind of, and you can see like he's definitely pulling out a skinning knife. And the guy in the front's kind of taking a few steps back and he's like, what? Well, we got no trouble here. This is what we do. What do you want to do? I
1: say, i say, Take one more step forward and put that skinning knife back or there's going to be problems.
0: Roll intimidation.
1: Intimidation.
0: B12. Okay, all right. They kind of puts it back and they kind of back off. Grabs their bags and they just kind of gently back away. So they're moving back. They're about maybe 20, 30 feet away now. And the fox is right there.
1: I just keep an eye on him as I walk toward the fox. and Try to undo the trap and let him. Well, I approached Fox carefully because, you know, it's still a wild he's animal. Kind of like, so. Yeah, it's still grabs. He kind so of sees I, you. I kind of put my hand up. You know, the back of my hand just kind of instantly. showing him.
0: As if he was a tame dog, instantly transformed. Ears go down, tail goes down, all the fur relaxes, eyes become bright and open, and he just kind of leans in and less he just lays his head right on your hand and just whimpers.
1: I give him a good smile. That's a good loss, and just start petting him.
0: Whatever a fox look. would do when he's happy. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, and uh, you know, while still making sure that they don't, they're not approaching. I take a look at the trap and see if I can't. Okay, just, just a jaw it. trap. Yeah, okay. Give me
0: a strength roll so you struggle a bit and the fox is like and then boom it comes open he bounces back for a second and looks down at his foot and like and like licks at it for a second and then comes to you and he gets like right here an inch away from your nose just flat out just big huge lick right up your face and everything <laughs> and then gone he's just by the, by the time you wipe your face again he's already run off into the woods gone that was unexpected yep all right Right, I was there. Was going to be a combat thing there, but you bluff the fuck out of them, and they both rolled <laughs> two. So that was it.
1: All right. I was hoping to kick yeah. some ass. Yo, no, sorry. I, you're I mean, hurting animals, man. That's you're, you're in trouble.
0: The dice are king, and you are a dwarf in full plate. And well, they no, just- I'm, I'm
1: only in chain right now.
0: Oh, Jen, you're yeah, only chairman.
1: I have to make or buy the plate. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about that for a second. In your clan, right? They always make armor. Is that just kind of the thing, or it's, it's more a, of a dwarven a, thing in general?
1: It's a the clan. Our my family is proficient in armor making, mm-hmm. but I am proficient in animal barding. Right. But right. I can, I, I'm also really good at gotcha. making armor, just as uh, any. You dwarf. don't
0: specialize in knocking out. You're more interested in making the barding, and that right. and, and, be, and because it's a different skill, you're more sought after for the bar Exactly. Perfect. exactly. Perfect, so I perfect. still
1: have, And, and to become, I don't, I don't know if you wanted to clue this or not, but my theory was to become a master armorsmith, you have to create your masterpiece that fits you perfectly. Oh, yeah. Hell, I so, love that. That's you know, excellent. You have, you have to, you know, adorn with different, whatever symbolism I want and that kind of thing.
0: So what is your process then towards making this?
1: Every chance I get, just kind of piecing it together. And each each city that we go to is going to have a guild. When I have free time, just go to the guild and I'll carry. Which will
0: provide you the place you need to work, is making armor right. needs a whole thing. And you have Excellent. And
1: you have to spend half, I think it's half of the gold points in ore. Right. Or the bars. In the now. raw materials. Uh, yeah, right. and then it takes however much time, and that's kind of up to your discretion. There,
0: there, are, there will be periods where I'm like, okay, over the next month, what do you all do? Okay. So absolutely okay. Wild. Forplace is a town you've heard about. They have luxury baths, they have luxury apartments, they have the best mead in you know, all of Brevis. Been on the road for a while. And while this has been lovely and while this has been interesting, yeah, time for a, a warm bath and <laughs> a tank in mead mood sounds good right about now. So, find a nice,
1: not a, I want to look for like a not a like a super nice inn, just something cozy, something I know I'll be able to afford.
0: Not shit, time. basically, right? right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like what is
1: like the 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 overall feeling towards dwarves in this city, is it kind oh, of... Oh, it's, yeah. it's fine. I mean, no only like 1% if that dwarf, dwarf himself, it's, it's kind it, of a rarity? It,
0: it, dwarves in general, I mean, there's less of you. There's okay. a lot less of you. Dwar- a lot of people got killed in, okay. the, in the God's War, and dwarves and elves can't bounce back. It takes a long time to produce a dwarf kid. Right. It takes a really long time to produce an elf kid and they just don't knock them out as fast. So you guys, your populations are still decimated. The reason why there are so many humans is because there are so many more humans. You know,
1: that's why. A lot easier for them to reproduce. They've
0: they've knocked out four generations. Every 20 years, boom, 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 boom. They've knocked out a whole generation. Elves have barely got one off the ground. You guys have just gotten one off the ground. And you just can't bounce back. Also, because the gods were happened within most of their lifetimes. So most of the dwarves, certainly the majority of the elves alive, all saw this happen okay. they saw the whole thing break they were witnesses to it you know unlike the humans who by the fourth generation have already pretty much started to forget, forget it about because it. that's okay. what we do you're going to be coming up this way going through the, 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 the western slums, slums. Yeah. exactly so the western mm-hmm. and eastern slums now where's
1: um the it was a 10 it was the um the thief the the Mm
0: -hmm. his guild was right around here where he stole the thing from was right around here gotcha okay Mm -hmm. and you're basically coming in this road here up this main road up this right kind of entering town there's some sounds of town rafting in there's music and this is a very kind of it's called port bliss Freak Reason. this is the party town and this is and they're having a good night Uh, right uh, perfect Perfect. yeah exactly
1: you get a big grin across my face and just I'm, I'm, I'm a home away from home now.
0: You arrived at the right place at the right time. Exactly. Can I get a perception roll? Uh,
1: I am blind. Natural one.
0: Natural one. Okay, good. Actually, that actually works out right well. So you just kind of walk around a corner and you literally run straight into a half-flip, who is running the opposite way, just slams into your chest and
2: bounces off. Wait, why is there a vampire in the day? <laughs> and also, is that a nightmare? <laughs> First of all, it's night. Second of all. It's a raptor. Yeah. raptor. we had yeah. a raptor and a zombie. We're a raptor, a mummy, <laughs> and a vampire are after us. Uh, I'd like to re-examine the CR <laughs> okay. encounter.
0: The mummy is Baron Lafleur. the raptor is Cyril, and that is the guard that was chasing you. You guys oh, are-
2: Wait a minute. I yeah. don't know his name.
0: You know whose name? Cyril. I thought you heard his name. No. Okay, well that's a guy don't That's no,
2: remember his his name was uh Goldilocks, Goldilocks grabs you. That's, what did you
0: call him? <laughs> was it Goldilocks grabs a lot? Was that grabs what it was? I don't <laughs> know. I
2: Goldilocks grabs a lot, I think. Yeah, because he kept trying to touch at me. And I was like, Inappropriate, inappropriate. Well, well no don't. he
0: didn't actually yeah. touch you. He reached across the distance and it you felt It felt like it? Yes, it did
2: feel like well, it. Well, I mean, you know, my mom and dad taught me to. <laughs> Good touch, bad touch. Yeah. Uh, uh. Show us on the doll, Dora.
0: So you are the white one; he is the red one. And you tossed caltrops.
2: Oh, this is a much better situation than I had pictured the first time we ran into this. Because the way you described it sounded like I had literally ran into Baron in the floor. No,
0: no, he was there. You Can saw. Him.
2: Be like two inches yeah. from him. You, or no, something?
0: you came around That's here. Funny. And you ran, and then you saw him there, toss the caltrops, and you ducked down here. You you grabbed the kid and, and ran it. I'd As also you like did. to
2: point out my immaculate caltrop tossing. I yes. totally threw this in the line. <laughs> that is amazing. Yes, really really well done. I we do something like that. I reflected it
0: <laughs> all off of the wall I, I, or something. I assumed <laughs> I assumed you just kind of in an, in an arc yeah, threw I, them out. Whatever, yeah. just put them on the
2: ground. <laughs> I wasn't even really <laughs> paying attention. I'm running away from people.
0: All right. Dwarf, Okay. Doro, kid. All right, so... Boom, you've run directly into him. I would like initiative rolls now. Good point.
1: That's a 20, right?
0: Correct. Your dexterity no. and your proficiency both get added to initiative. I can't believe I didn't do this last time. Uh, you earned uh, 150 100? X points. I uh, told points. me. Well uh, I said 100. You already did this. Experience points. I did this. Okay, you have 150 more. I didn't. Apparently I was it. wrong. The no, no, out. no. The, the you, I don't out. know why you corrected me, but no, you got you're right. Because it was 100. I'm
2: an honest player. Yeah, because
0: You're an honest thief.
2: I'm a thief. <laughs> Shut up, you.
0: Bear on the floor is going to yell at this guy to basically move up and get you guys. So one, two, three and a half, five, six. So he moves there. He is going to try and grab the kid. Oh, so you see him, guy with the white hair, who you don't know his name even though he's Cyril. So stick <laughs> out the white. So you reach out again, and you see the kid, like something invisible grabs him by the back of the neck. He manages is- to. Out of it somehow and keep moving forward.
2: As I bounce off of the door, yes, uh, I draw my weapons. No offense. Right. Assuming this is one of Baron floors. I'm being chased by men, and I run into another man. Okay. And How, sp- whoa,
1: buddy. What's
2: look pro-
0: What's the problem? Easily. So he puts up his arms. That'll be your action, though, if you decide to do that. Are you like to back off? That's your action for that round.
2: I'm just saying. My my action sure. because I, I assume I was an is to pull out my daggers right. and okay. like, initiate combat.
0: The kid almost bumps into you, and he's got his guys back now turned to you as the guys coming into the alley. The kid has no weapons.
2: And my action will
1: be I just him, What's going on? Okay. okay. Yeah.
0: Perfect. As the Ooh. guy, so the guy comes into the alley and he's looking around and he draws his weapon and he kind of starts to advance, but he's doing it slowly because now there's three of you, and right? one of them is a dwarf and a little bigger than the child. (laughs) The guy who you don't know his name, again, reaches his hand out, this time towards you. Can you give me a will save?
2: Did you do that wrong again?
0: I did that wrong. Can you give me a wisdom (laughs) save, please? Thank you.
2: (laughs) You're gonna wear out that sound. I really am. Uh, No way, eight?
0: Okay, you suddenly see the halfling kind of
2: like fall in a weird
0: position and his arms are kind of starting to bend unnaturally against his body. You take ah! take two points of damage as you hear a loud pop coming from your shoulder.
1: Like uh, Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Just kind to run it into, into something <laughs> here for a second, yeah.
0: The kid kind of falls down next to you uh-huh. and is like, Doro, what do you do?
1: I'm still befuddled with what the hell is going on, but I can <laughs> clearly see that this-
0: There's a guy coming toward and he's coming towards all of you. He's yeah. not treating you any differently.
1: So I, I Draw my warhammer and my shield, and I just step in front of both of the kid and the halfling as well. I'm just
0: perfect. Roll just kind of, intimidation.
1: He's a friend
2: to the tiny
1: people. <laughs> so it's a 12 with charisma to so be 14.
0: Okay, he is a little unsure now because he's kind of outnumbered, and he kind of looks back over his shoulder to Baron. Right? Okay, they've cleared the caltrops by by now, or at least gotten over them. I mean, it's not that difficult. I would imagine a whole round.
1: Well, are really small, so you can kind of just kick him away with your feet if you see him.
0: Well, he's got one hand on you, and he's going to keep it there. Okay. He's going to now reach another one towards you. I need a will save.
2: A will save?
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, a wisdom save.
1: <laughs>
0: a f- fucking 3.5 rules. You read the rules. I know.
1: So that's two, that's, that'd be my wisdom bonus plus proficiency.
0: You feel your muscles tense for a second. Like everything's gone rigid just for a moment and then you just kind of break out of it like you broke through ice, right? You hear the kid scream behind you. He's now on his knees as well in complete agony and they're kind of almost pressed up against each other. You, you, you hear a bone snap and see the kid's left arm kind of fall lip. The guy with the white hair has now both arms straight out. His eyes have gone shock white and he's just standing there, clearly manipulating both of them but he has no, no effect on me whatsoever. You felt it, it didn't stop you. All right. Um, you were in front and these were kind of bunched up like that, yeah, exactly. And that's kind of off
1: to the side so I have a clear view of... Exactly. Yeah. All right, can I pull out an ax and throw it at the same turn, is it just...
0: Yeah, absolutely. All
1: right, I pull out, put the Warhammer back, grab the throwing ax and just whip a throwing ax right at the guy who's, you know, doing, the, doing awesome. that. throwing the hit. Three, so I
0: miss right by his head, right? Baron LaFleur draws a sword. Five, ten. So he moves there. And he's got a sword drawn at it as well. So these two are now advancing on him. Doug will save. Uh, it. Wisdom save. <laughs> and then right after that, I need a perception.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work. Perception.
0: You're all dead. Five. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a pleasure. God's fall is Nova. over.
2: <laughs> so, I, okay. I rolled a one. Yeah. And then I rolled a five.
0: Ah, now, hang on. We're no longer confirming. I talked to people on Reddit about this for like two days. They showed me all the math. There's no reason to confirm. Okay. So we roll crits okay. and we roll fumbles. That's it. Now, a critical is always going to be an, another die of damage. But you can confirm to roll on the critical chart if you want to. I'm making an option. Okay, okay. Sure. so if you roll a 20, you're doing, you know, that damage dying and, and, and another damage the die. Okay? okay, you get to double it up, right? You get to roll both of them. If you want to, you can try and confirm they crit, and if you get to confirm it, you get to roll on my critical chart. Right. So let's say I roll a 20, okay. and then let's say I'm trying to hit an AC of 16. Okay. So the second roll would have to hit that 16, gotcha. okay. and that's okay. how you okay. confirm not
1: two it. 20s in a row
2: kind of thing. No, no, no God, okay. no. Okay. no but
0: good. if you do. If you do confirm it with a 20, you roll twice on my critical hit chart, and my critical hit chart is fucking brutal. But if you don't confirm the second one, you lose everything, and it just goes back Back to to being two dice. It's like being at Vegas, right? You know? Yeah. (laughs) Right, exactly. I just think it adds some fun, and it keeps it optional, so it doesn't slow the game down. It's only when you want it to be. So you failed your thing badly, so you got a one. And I need you, and you rolled a uh, perception.
2: Oh, well, would that be the same one? It, you
0: can't count it because you rolled it to All confirm right. and it's That's got fine. bad mojo, so you gotta roll that over.
2: That's fine, uh, 11 for perception.
0: Okay. okay, you're kind of here, right? And your arms are kind of, you know, curling back up towards your body, and the gem is glowing, Hidden in your pocket right about here, is going so brightly you can see it through the fabric of your clothing.
2: I don't think I, I, my action was trying to break out of This, this is
0: why it's not gonna be an action, because, it's a continuous effect. In other words, if you had been poisoned by him, I'd have you roll this round against that poison, but it wouldn't stop you from acting. So you can still take an action. We can try and take an he's action.
2: He's actively doing it, though. Yes. Yeah, wouldn't so that mean that he's channeling it at me?
0: He hit you with it last round. Yeah. That effect is still continuing this round. And so he's maintaining it, though. Right? He is maintaining it. That's why for the axe, I have yeah. to try to break that. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a kind of getting, You getting tried to, to fight it off. You can't, but it doesn't mean you can't take an action it doesn't take an action to fight off that effect.
2: Can I move my arms?
0: Roll a strength check.
2: Why not like acrobatics? (laughs) Why not? Because Because it's a strength check. No, I got a better idea. I'm a stealth. You can't stealth! <laughs> yes, yes you I He's literally can. got
0: a physical connection
2: to you right now. I press okay. the stealth button! around, <laughs> oh, wow. you can't stealth. Like a, yeah, like I close peacock. my eyes and I'm <laughs> stealth. Uh, I, no, I got a six.
0: Okay, alright, so you can't physically move. Your hands are being pressed up further and further against your chest, but you cannot physically move. I need one more, will
2: save. Right. The kid can't do anything. Oh, no, the kid's yeah, they, the, too. the kid's
0: right next to you.
2: I got a 14. Okay. I got a 6 on my wisdom save. You,
0: you feel like you've been hit in the chest. There's a force that literally just pushes you. Your feet are dragging on the floor back into the rest of them, almost like there's a magnetic force now that has drawn the three of you into a pain, a cluster. Okay?
1: Fall <laughs> of pain.
0: Doro, take one point of damage. You take four as you feel... It doesn't break, but you feel a rib almost cave in. You can feel heat now from the gem inside your chest. And your hands are pressed up against it, like through the fabric. You're starting starting to enter that world. You're starting to fall into into that that fog world. world. I need a will save, a wisdom save. (laughs) I'm gonna get that right eventually.
1: 15.
0: Okay, you feel like you're being drawn into something. You feel... Physically being pulled, it's different from the feeling you were getting before because that's still kind of forcing you downwards. Yeah, press, yeah it's okay. this feels like a lightness, like okay. an escape almost. You know, like you're like this feels like it's crushing you, and this feels and this force feels like it's lifting you up, but you feel like you can resist that too. What do you choose to do? I'm gonna go to where it doesn't hurt and you just kind of
1: sink back into the, the.
0: You kind of let yourself fall back, right? And the kid is already out. The kid's head is kind of slumped to the side and you all are starting to fall into this world where surfaces are changing becoming semi-translucent. Everything is pinks and purples. Everything feels like it's made of clouds even though it's solid. And you're kind of spiraling into this world. I need one more will save from you. Yeah, wisdom save. I'm sorry.
2: Five. You
0: guys all fail when I want you to. All right, so you are thinking about escape. All you're thinking about is, I want the fuck out of here. You've wanted the fuck out of here ever since you picked up that goddamn rock. And as you're entering this world, it's almost like you're elevated and everything's flattened. Distances don't seem quite as far. You can see, straight to the docks, you can see all of the ships in the bay and you see your aunt's ship. And anything in the world, if you could just... And then all of a sudden, you're all gone. You vanish from where you are, you appear ten feet above the water, a hundred feet off the shore in the harbor and plummet into the water. All right, you've met all four of our players now and had a short reunion with Doro. Uh, Next week, we will have our first all-play podcast. so We hope you will come back and check that out. We'd also like to take a second to thank DM Mitch and DM Chris from the Dungeon Masters Block podcast. If you guys don't listen to this podcast, you should. Dungeon Masters Block is a fantastic podcast and a fantastic resource for Dungeon Masters, both new and seasoned. I have found tons of good information from there. In fact, there's a specific teleportation thing. Well, they they used it as teleportation. I'm using it as more of a scrying pool kind of thing that involves dirt that was just genius. and I stole that whole cloth from them and i'm happy to admit that if you haven't listened to the podcast pause this one and go download it right now it's that good even if you're not a dungeon master the information they go through and the recaps of their games are fantastic i think you'll all find it invaluable so again guys thank you very much for those five star reviews